Hello, everyone, and welcome to Couch Critics. Uh, my name is Easton. I am one of the hosts for you guys. Uh, we are actually going to be doing um, a favorites episode today. So this is going to be our first official episode, and we're just going to talk about some of our um, favorite movies uh, in our in our lifetime. So, um, Thess, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, my name's Thess. I'm uh, another one of the hosts here, and welcome to the podcast. Cooper, what says you? Hello, I'm Cooper. I'm also a host. Welcome to the podcast. All right, so I guess I'm going to kind of kick it off uh, with uh, my favorite movies. I'm going to be a little general for you guys because uh, it's kind of the biggest movie uh, of all time. Uh, Star Wars is my is my favorite movie. Um, I probably <gasps> saw it when... Yeah, I know, right? Who would have thought? Easton loving Star Wars. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's all Star Wars. It's not just the originals. I'm not too much of a uh perfectionist where i can't watch the prequels or sequels but uh i'm definitely an original fan the most but i love the whole entire universe of star wars uh when it comes to the movies the tv shows um books i've read some of um video games i i try to do it all i just um love pretty much anything star wars so um for me star wars is is by far my favorite movies and and really franchise in general um, I mean, I watched, uh, Star Wars probably when I was about five. So, um, the original Star Wars that is, I think I got a, um, VHS set when I was around five years old and, um, and just grew up watching those, um, until I, uh, found out about the prequels and some people wouldn't, uh, wouldn't say those are too great, but as a kid, I, I, it's an I, I love them. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're definitely not great movies, but. I grew up on them. Um, when they were coming out, I was, uh, I was watching them and with just how much I loved, um, episodes four, five, and six, uh, one, two, and three, the whole entire backstory of, of the Jedi and the Sith were, was all really entertaining to me. And, uh, I probably watched those movies a hundred times over after they came out. So, um, I'm kind of the easy one here going with star Wars, but, uh, episodes four and five are really uh, probably my favorite movies of all time. Every single time I sit down and watch those two movies back to back, I feel like a kid again and just uh, relive being a child and um, and just the wonder and awe of, of how good those movies are. And uh, I love Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher. They're all, uh, it's just a wonderful cast and uh, such a simple story and such a cool and huge universe. So, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Star Wars. What about you, Thess? Um, so my mo- that's uh one of my favorite movie of all time and has been for since I first saw it in theaters, it's actually The Dark Knight. Um I saw it two days after uh it opened in two thousand eight. Uh my brother took my older brother took me and I only saw it once in theaters, but I was blown away and amazed at it. Uh I think I was twelve or thirteen at the time. I think I was twelve. Um, so that movie blew me away and I just still remember the theater experience. Um, I hope everyone who listens to this and you two have seen it obviously, but I still remember when, um, police officer Gordon, uh, comes back, uh, everyone in the theater, like clapped in the middle of the, in the middle of the, uh, the movie, just cause it was so amazing and everyone was just blown away. So I, that's probably my favorite movie. And I still try to watch it at least 
once a year if I can. The whole trilogy, not just that one included, but The Dark Knight is definitely my favorite movie. I remember being a 12-year-old kid, um, the day it came out, like I was just waiting for it to get all on DVD uh, and Blu-ray at the time, and I was like, Mom, you need to get me The Dark Knight as soon as it comes out, as soon as it comes out. And I told her to go after she dropped me off at school to go to, to Target. I gave her like 20 bucks. I was like, get me the special edition of the Dark Knight. <laughs> so, and she got me like this Batman, ca- this Batman mask case that I still have. Um, so yeah, the Dark Knight's my favorite movie. Wow. You're a virgin when you were 12. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't be me. What'd you say? I said, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me, Easton. All right. What about you, Cooper? So my, I'm kind of cheating, I kind of have two. Um, my first, like, favorite movie since I was 12 was uh, Terminator 2, Judgment nice. Day. Don't really have a good, passionate reason for that one, other than I thought it was badass, and still do. Uh, rewatching yeah. it now, it's not, still a dope movie, it's not the best movie ever, but it's, uh, just holds a special place in my heart. Um. Since I started taking movies a little bit more seriously and watching them more, my favorite movie has kind of become Goodwill Hunting. Uh, I just love the dialogue, the story, all the characters. It's definitely not a feel-good movie, but a movie that by the end of it, you... I don't know, I hate when people say this, but it kind of makes you like want to be a better person, kind of changes you a little bit. Um, I think it's dope that Matt Damon, when he was like a young man pretty much and Ben Affleck I guess wrote this kind of themselves kind of made a name for themselves came out with a bang and as always Robin Williams is amazing so yeah good will hunting you just like the bar scene don't you that's that's really it I do like the bar scene that's actually so I watched it on Netflix and you know how Netflix does like a 30 second like scene to like reel you in as like the trailer they don't show the actual trailer just a scene it was that scene where, you know, the fart-sniffing doucher with the long blonde hair is talking about trying to show up Ben Affleck and be like, oh, yeah, well, I think this, this, and that. And then Matt Damon walks in and is like, dude, you're a douchebag. You, uh, you're you just reciting stuff. I thought it was cool how he calls him out. It kind of shows, you know, reading and reciting words doesn't make you a smart guy. Being Matt Damon it makes you a smart guy. And, uh, and that's the moral of the story. And that, yeah, that really stuck with me. <laughs> well, those are two really good movies. I mean, I don't think anybody can dislike A Dark Knight. And, I mean, Terminator 2 is is amazing. And it's, it's funny dope. that we all picked uh, kind of sequel movies. I picked one, I picked two, but, you know, Empire Pretty Strikes cheap. Back, Dark Knight, or Dark Knight, and then Terminator 2. Those all all solid movies and all sci-fi, uh, sci-fi movies. Somebody pick comic book movies, but um, we're going to kind of go through and say some of the other um, favorite movies, uh, grown up or recent or whatever, um, and I'm going to pick a more recent one that uh, I know uh, one of our hosts over here doesn't like very much, uh, but Upgrade. It's a smaller movie that was made last year, or technically two years ago, in 2018, and um not a, not a whole lot of people saw it. It probably just had a couple weeks in theaters, and yeah, I've never um, heard of that movie. And we caught it. Uh, my wife and I caught it, and uh, it was both of our favorite movies. It was again kind of a sci-fi, futuristic sci-fi uh, action movie, and um, it was just my favorite or second favorite experience of 
of that year that came out the same year as uh, Blade Runner 2049. Oh, no, that was the year after. So, yeah, definitely my favorite experience of that year. Um, didn't really know what was going to happen in the movie. I, like, I didn't didn't know anything about it. Didn't watch a trailer. Um, just kind of walked in and it was blown away by uh, the whole entire tone of the movie. Um, I thought the futuristic um, dark tone of it was all uh, kind of Blade Runner-ish, which some people will take that as a fault because it's not really being itself, but um, I kind of like that part of it. And uh, I thought the actor did a really good job portraying uh, being, I don't want to ruin any part of the movie, but kind of being controlled by a, um, uh, a chip or a robot. So um, that was, Whoa, that's, uh, you, you learned that Boy, pretty early on. I'm sorry, but uh, it was one of yeah, very early on before yeah. I even watched the movie. Yeah, it was, uh, um, it's one of my favorite movies. I've, you know, just came out uh, about a year and a half ago, and I've probably seen it seven or eight times every single, um, which is a lot for me. I don't really re- rewatch movies too often anymore. I'm trying to watch new movies more and more. So to see it seven times in the past, seven or eight times in the past year and a half is a lot for me. And um, every time I, I see a family member or a friend, um, I always ask them if they've seen it. And if they haven't, um, I let them rent it or we'll watch it with them because, uh, it's just one of my favorite movies. And, um, it may, it may go down after a couple of years. I'm not sure. Um, like a lot of movies have, but, uh, upgrade is, I love it. I loved every second of the movie. And, um, yeah, that would, that's probably right now, at least that it could change, but right now, probably my second favorite movie. That's respectable. My second favorite movie, um, is pretty recent. Uh, it actually, I didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, and I don't think I would have appreciated it if I did because I was young. And it took me two times to think I actually appreciate the movie. Um, and the second time I watched it, I was just amazed and blown away, and it became one of my absolute favorites. But uh, there will be Ghostbusters blood. 2018? What? Ghostbusters 2018? <laughs> it's actually 2017. Oh, 2017? Yeah, yeah, big fan. I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> uh, but anyway... There Will Be Blood is probably my second favorite movie. Mm. Uh, it's by my favorite yeah. director, Paul Thomas Anderson. Um, it's a masterpiece of a film in just about every respect of filmmaking, from just the amazing script to probably the best performance of all time being uh, Daniel Day-Lewis as Daniel Plainview. Uh, just really talks about like the greed of human nature and just this man's life. And it's, and it's, just, uh, it's just incredible. It's hard to put into words why it's incredible, but... Uh, it just is. I think it's one of the best. I think it is the best probably movie I've ever seen made, if that makes sense. The Dark Knight's like a personal favorite. Yeah. But I think There Will Be Blood's probably the finest movie I've seen to be made on film. So. I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's it's got some of the best performances probably ever. So, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great pick. It's a good movie. And Paul Dano, too, is, does spectacular there. And, like, he goes toe-to-toe with... Daniel Day-Lewis, which is a hard feat to do, and they just both do excellent work uh, in in it, and it's just and the score is incredible. So many good things in that movie, and it's just it's just great. So nice. Um, I don't really know what my second favorite movie is. I guess um, kind of like how my first one was like a blend of an older movie and a one that I've seen more recently. So another movie I loved along with Terminator 2 was Die Hard. Uh, again, not like a masterpiece of cinema or anything. But How just dare a you? Dope badass movie. 
You know, it yeah, it is a masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's not like any deep literary themes or anything. Yeah. It's pretty much just badass kills foreigner. <laughs> I just I thought that was sick, and I still do. It's a fun watch. Um, I guess like a more I say more recent. What I say? I mean something I've seen more recently. Probably Shawshank. I love that movie. Um, kind of the same as Good Will Hunting. I just love all the characters and the story just all around. One of the few movies that just start to finish, I was like, this is dope. I don't want this to end. I was just completely captivated. So I get pretty bad like ADD during movies sometimes. So yeah. it's rare that I'm the whole time just like, this is awesome. Um, but yeah, Shawshank, I was definitely into the entire time. Uh, great performances by Morgan Freeman and... Andy Dufresne's guy, Tim Robbins, I think is his name. Lots of twists and turns, questions about the justice system, all that good stuff. That was a good movie. Yeah, thanks, Les. I don't know when that one came out, but it had to have been early 2000s. It came out in 94. When I say newer movie, I mean... You've watched it more recently. So I've seen it recently. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of my newer yeah. favorites. I kind of have two eras of movie watching. Yeah. Um, I mean, the late 90s, early 2000s uh, is actually some of the movies I was about to talk about. Um, so I'm kind of grouping some together because uh, I think they're all kind of similar. But um, I love old war epics. Um, so Braveheart, Gladiator, and The Last Samurai are three of my favorite movies growing up. Um, I would even throw the Patriot in there. I don't know why I like Mel Gibson so much, but you know, late nineties Mel Gibson was really my forte. I owned all of those movies growing up because I just had to have them. And those are the, some of the movies that I grew up watching and, um, in Troy, I just love those old, um, sword action movies. I don't know why I just, I just always have. And, uh, I've seen those movies, um, you know, multiple, multiple times. Um, Every summer we would bring it out and watch, me and my brother and I would watch, um, you know, all four of those movies over and over and over again. And um, Gladiator's probably, Gladiator and Braveheart are probably the better of the two when it comes to an actual movie aspect, you know, a movie point. But um, I just love those old uh, war epics. Um, You know, if if you want to go outside the sword, you can go to Saving Private Ryan. All of those are just... um, I love those styles and uh, movies, so um, it kind of flips from my other ones, which are kind of sci-fi related. These are kind of um, older, you know, set in an older time. But um, those are some of my favorite movies. I've uh, I've always held those held those probably higher than they should be. But um, yeah, those are four of some of my favorites. Um. My third favorite actually had been like really recent that I watched it, and it is um, only it came out in 2017. Uh, it's called First Reformed. It's an A24 movie uh, by Paul Schrader, who co-wrote Taxi Driver uh, with Martin Scorsese. Um, as a movie, uh, I think it's still like a, a fantastic movie. But on a personal level, I've never seen a piece of art that I've connected with and its themes and it's like what it's trying to say then like since I've read uh, Kierkegaard who's a who is a Christian existential theologian uh, for the first time 
Um, and I think that's one of my all-time favorite movies and just because of how much I connected with it is just so good in my opinion. No, that's yeah. a really good movie. He actually made me watch that one fairly recently and it, it was really good. But if you do continue uh, listening to this podcast and hear us have our thoughts about our movies, you will hear this praise probably every single A24 movie possible. So if you are an A24 film, he's going to make us watch those and we will except, be reviewing them. Except, except for, for Ex Machina. Ex-Machina. I don't except know why Ex-Machina. he hates that movie. It's so weird, but he will make us watch every single A24 movie. And he'll say he loves them all except for that one movie. But So if you're an A24 fan, you've come to the right podcast because this will not stop talking about them. But they are really good. The past three or four years, they've really had some some huge hits. So, um, yeah, we'll definitely be talking to A24 film because they've done outstanding. Wow. And I don't know how much Cooper has watched those. but I uh, don't know what that is. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, it's a production company. Yeah. yeah. Oh, film okay. studio. I, yeah. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about. They did like Hereditary, Midsummer, yeah, Uncut like, Gem. Uh, yeah, it's like uh, like Fox Studios or Disney. It's just somebody who funds the movies and and greenlights the projects and stuff, and kind of had their hand in it. But they've Word. made some really good smaller movies over the past four or five years, and uh, they've really put themselves on the map. And I love almost all of them too. Uh, but this, thanks, they're some of the greatest movies ever. So um, yeah, First Reform is good. Yeah, that was a really That's good, a good movie. Too. Yeah. All right, Cooper, yeah. you can go ahead now. Okay, I don't necessarily know how to say my third favorite movie ever, so I'm just gonna give, I'm just gonna give a few in a row. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be third; just you know, some of your favorite some general movies I love. Um, so, yeah. Princess Bride might be the first movie right. I ever saw. Oh, wow. I don't even remember the first time I saw it. I was probably like three. Uh, that movie's dope. It's really fun, really light. Uh, you rub it. Kind of, I rub it. Kind of a mix of like action, romance, comedy, pretty much a great blend of every 80s type of movie. Uh, and it's just a ton of fun. Really nostalgic for me. So that's dope. Um, no Country for Old Men is dope. Great. I'm sure you guys have both seen it. Um, One of my favorites too. And again, kind of a common theme for all of these movies. I don't necessarily love them because of cinematography or direction or anything they're just really good watches for me that one in particular what everyone talks about is that there's no soundtrack really adds the tension um big spoiler if you haven't seen it the main character dies off screen i thought that was really interesting really bold i had never seen that before so that's dope um Pulp Fiction and Inglorious Bastards are my two favorite Tarantino movies, and he's probably my favorite director. Uh, Pulp Fiction I've seen tons of times since I was young. Needs no introduction. Everyone loves it. Inglorious Bastards is just sick. Um, had seen it about three times and didn't like it the first two times I saw it, probably because I was on my phone or not paying attention or something. I think more than half of the movie is not in English, so took a little bit of brain juice there, but... Once I actually focused on it and buckled down, it was just such a great movie. Um, Seven is a movie I've seen a couple times. It's yeah, one great. of the most tense movies I've ever seen, probably. Really suspenseful. Um, there's some good themes in there about, you know, morality. You never really question if the bad guy's in the right or anything, because you know he's not. But 
one of those movies where you can tell he definitely thinks he's in the right. He's not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, great performance yeah. there from Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, early Brad Pitt is just great. Yeah, early Brad Pitt's dope. Spacey, <laughs> I haven't... But early Brad Pitt's so good. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of his stuff until this past couple of years. I've seen like that and Fight Club and other stuff, I'm sure, but... Yeah, he's a really good actor. Um, and then the only other thing I would want to talk about is The Big Lebowski, just because it's the greatest movie ever made. Um, mm-hmm. well, yeah, that's just undeniable objective fact right there. Um, every the only fact. Every the dude abides. is perfect. Yeah, the dude abides. Um, yeah, it's a tearjerker. One of the best quoted, like, Quotable movies ever too. Yeah, I mean, it just got so many good quotes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Rest in peace, Donnie. <laughs> Gone too soon. Yeah. No, that's like that, Kevin that Doyle. Yeah. No, nobody yeah. Cares about Kevin Doyle. Him too. Um. I guess I'll say just two more real quick. Um. Drive. I know Thess and I were really big fans of Drive. I don't know if and so Cooper's Cooper. seen that one yet. Yeah, I watched it about three days ago. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah, I I knew you hadn't watched it. Um, I, I didn't think you'd watch it yet, but yeah, Drive is yeah, no, that movie's just awesome. fantastic. I, I love Ryan Gosling um, as an actor. He just, every single movie he does, uh, I just feel like he knocks it out of the park. He definitely does play a... Similar role in most movies, um, so I'm not saying he's the most dynamic actor ever, but just every project he's in, um, he just does really well in it for you know his character, and um, they're just always great movies. Um, so Drive is uh, was really is still one of my favorites. I have it in Steelbook and watch it every once in a while, and um, really like it. I didn't even watch it until I watched Baby Driver, and I talked about how much I loved Baby Driver, and then. Cooper, or no, sorry, Thess, and one of our other friends, Graham, told me I should watch Drive, and it knocked Baby Driver out of the park. I mean, it was, it was great. Um, I, it's weird too because when I, when I uh, hear people say something about Drive, like Baby Driver, it's always like, who says it? Who likes? Uh, who watches this, whatever one first? They like yeah. more. But yeah, I like that. I I agree with you that Drive's a lot better than Baby Driver. Yeah, and I watched I watched Baby Driver first. So, um, mm-hmm. I guess yeah. I maybe the kind of the abnorm there, but I also love Ryan Gosling. So maybe that kind yeah. of countered that, but yeah, you had something to say, Coop? I was just asking if that's, that's I've never seen baby driver. I didn't know if they were similar. Why they're, you made that comparison? They're very similar, but like baby driver is a little bit more upbeat. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, drive's definitely not a happy movie. It's not. Yeah. No. <laughs> it has your, uh, your favorite actor, Kevin Spacey in it. So you, you would probably love it. Yeah, let's 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 uh, <laughs> let's steer away from that a little bit. I, I definitely never said that. Don't want my name tied. No, no, we no, do not endorse no, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> no, we do, we do not endorse Kevin Spacey. Couch Craigs do not it's endorse good, Kevin Spacey as a human. No, no, we do not. It uh, it is a good movie though. Baby Driver is a good movie. Um, but when you put it next to Drive, um, Drive is just hits every single point so much better than Baby Driver. Um, yeah. Unless you're looking for a more lighthearted uh, movie, then yeah, you can go to Baby Driver, and it's it's a fun watch, but it's not mm-hmm. anywhere near as deep, and um, the performances aren't as just as you know emotionally driven, and um, so yeah, drives much better than Baby Driver, but 
they're both good movies in their own, you know. For me, Drive almost kind of felt like a short film or like a short, like not a full film, even though it was, I mean, it's like an hour and a half long. It's not like a super short film, but just like the way it's set up, there's a really small soundtrack, only like four or five songs, and the main Mm -hmm. protagonist doesn't even really have a name. It's uh, almost just told like a short story, like just a couple days this happens, and uh, that made it really fun for me. Maybe not fun. Fun's not a good word for that movie, but uh, yeah, I liked um, I liked it a lot. It my favorite part was definitely the brutality <laughs> that comes out of nowhere yeah. around halfway through the it's movie, just out of nowhere, yeah. and then just doesn't slow down. <laughs> and I I think what makes it so great is it just feels so down to earth. Like it feels realistic. It feels like if this was what you were doing for your life and if this is the situations that were going on, this is kind of what it would feel like. This is what it would look like. Uh, nothing's, of course it's movitized a little bit, but um, just watching it, it made it feel like this is exactly how somebody would feel. And uh, this is how, you know, a bank robbery driver, you know, would feel. And uh, if he was put in these kind of situations, this is how he would react. And um, everything just felt really, you know, down to earth and real. Like they were, real people making real decisions on, you know, how to value their own life and, and save people around them or not save people around them if it works best for them. So that's why I loved it so much. And then, um, I was kind of group. They're not grouped together at all, but I did want to say one point about hereditary. That's another newer one. Um, that's also by a 24. Yes. It Cooper. is. Um, all right. Well, it's one of the notes on. Yeah. It's probably the only horror movie on my like top 20 because I'm not really the biggest horror movie guy. Um, but it's just, again, one of those movies that um, you're just so enwrapped in this family, and they do such a good job of making these uh, family, you know, these people interesting, and you always feel like something's slightly off, but you don't know what it is until it all just clicks in the last 25 minutes, and it's just an insane ride for 25 minutes and feels like such a great payoff for the two hours you spent beforehand. Sometimes with horror movies, you're you know you're invested, and then the payoff doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a payoff. You know, you didn't feel like the whole two hours was worth it, and I felt like every minute invested in that movie was totally worth it. Tony Clark uh, was really good in that too. Yeah, which what what movie? Oh, um, Hereditary. She's the main character. Oh yes, yeah. Every single acting, um, yeah, everyone did a really good job acting in that movie. I don't remember, um. Yeah, the the mother was probably the best of them, but the son did a really good job too. Um and I guess the little girl wasn't really that great, but she did a good job for what she was there to <laughs> be. And she was there to be Yeah, she was just there to be creepy, I guess, but I guess she did a good job with that cuz I was creeped out by her. Yeah, a really but, good atmosphere in that movie. Yeah, it just it nailed everything it was trying to do. It just nailed it. Um and going back and rewatching it, you kind of catch on things you didn't see the first time that you know, kind of spoil the ending, but you're not going to realize that watching it the first time. So, um, yeah. So those are kind of my top you know, seven, eight, whatever movies, but, uh, I had to put hereditary in there cause it's the only horror movie that I would put anywhere near my favorites. And it just knocked everything out of the park. I watched it in theaters and my wife and I talked about it for weeks after that and, uh, went and watched it again. So, um, yeah, that's really the rest of my favorites. Uh, a couple more for me. Um, th- I don't know whether it's kind of this is a movie or not. The, the director does. 
and it's on Letterboxd. Um, so, and there's like like a big debate of whether or not it is a movie or like a miniseries. Uh, but Twin Peaks: The Return, I just finished watching this week, and uh, I thought it was fantastic. I don't even know how to explain it, like most David Lynch stuff. Uh, but it's definitely a worthwhile watch, and probably some of the greatest television and art media I've seen ever. Uh, and then Two Is I Want a Space Odyssey is another one of my favorites. Um, that movie blew me away when I was first watching it, and then it like became one of my favorites as well. Just when I was watching it in IMAX, uh, it was incredible. Just some of the shots and the philosophical themes that are portrayed in that is, are amazing as well. Uh, another one is No Country for Old Men that we've all talked about in depth a yeah. little bit um, as up there as well. Then you have Inglorious Bastards, which is probably, it's either that or, or One Spot Time in Hollywood is my favorite Tarantino, uh, both in my top 10 as well. But those are some of my favorites over, as well. Uh, Pulp Fiction? Pulp Fiction's third. They're all like okay. one, they're all like tied for first, basically. They're all really close, though. Controversial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't really be controversial with Quentin Tarantino movies. They're all great. I mean, you can't. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino is not controversial at all. No, I meant which movies are his best. I mean, I guess you can I say any of them, and they would be, um, you would be right for someone. So, Cooper, do you have any other movies you want to add in here that uh, you just really love and want want everyone to know? Kind of your style of movie. Well, one that's not one of my personal favorites, but I did like a lot, which I'm surprised you guys didn't talk about, was Blade Runner 2049. I know that you it guys was right there on the cusp. It's my fourth favorite movie, but I didn't add it in there because I was talking about other ones. But yeah, great movie. Yeah, fantastic. I love it as well. Yeah, I uh, just wanted to show that one a little bit of love. Also, fun fact about 2001 Space Odyssey. That's mentioned he saw it in IMAX. I was there for about half an hour, but I got really sick and threw up in the bathroom and had to get someone to come pick me up. So I still to this day have not finished that movie. But more fun fact, I bought Cooper that on 4K about two years ago, and I haven't seen it because I'm a bad friend. Because <laughs> he's a bad friend, but I, I watched it and wasn't a big fan. But it, it was just you didn't me personally. Like it. So no, I did not like 2001: Space Odyssey. I understand why people like it, um, but yeah, I thought it was way too all over the place, and it tried a little. And I wouldn't say it tried too hard, but but it was also what made in the 60s or 70s. 60s, yeah. So when you look in the light of the 60s, that to me is what makes it as great as it is because it was made in the 60s and it was just a sci-fi, like, it was a huge sci-fi. I'm, I'm like, I, I can't believe they did in the 60s watching it back now. But, um, but yeah, I wasn't personally a huge fan of the story and, and how it all went. There were sections of it that I really liked and then it went something else and I didn't really care for it, so... One of those uh, movies kind you of recognize the value in, but you just aren't personally a fan of. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, exactly. I can understand why Thess loves it so much, knowing Thess, but but for me, it was just, you know, I couldn't really get invested because I felt like I was moving too much and whatever. But, yeah, Blade Runner 2049 is an amazing movie. I I really want to watch it again soon. Same with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those are two mo- newer movies I want to watch. Yeah, I again, really want to watch Once Upon a Time again soon because I love that movie in theaters, but I have only seen it the one time in theaters. Definitely want to rewatch it. Um, yeah. And the only other one thing I want to give a shout out to is just the John Wick trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they're Cause fucking awesome. awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, those third one's one of my favorite mo- like a top I think twenty five movie for me on my letterbox. <laughs> Every movie just gets better and better. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, top thirty. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. they do a good job of uh, not having no story at all, but also not really making that like the focus. It's definitely you watch it for the action scenes and the combat, but there's also a little bit of a story there that's actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I just they don't, they don't appreciate those it. movies yeah, just, as like a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Just go in the theater and know that you're just going to have an action-packed gun-shooting movie for an hour and 45 minutes and you leave happy every time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll throw a little cur- or do you have something else you want to say, Thess? No. Okay, I thought you were about to say something. I'll throw a little curveball in here. I know this is supposed to be our favorites, but I want to hear, um, just so everyone kind of knows a little bit about us, all of your guys' least favorite, not the worst movie, but your least favorite oh, movie shoot. of all time. Um, I have some. I, I feel like I know what yours might be, but uh, I kind of want you know all of us to kind of hear what your least favorite movie of all time is. So... Um, I'll go last on this one, or do you guys want me to go first? I don't care. I, I can, you know, let me let me kick this off. So, uh, yeah. I can think of three right off the bat. My personal biggest hatred I've ever felt towards a movie is Spider-Man 3, because Spider-Man 2 is probably my favorite superhero movie, and I remember being like, I don't know, eight years old watching that movie, just telling all my friends and my brother-in-law and all this, oh my god, like, Harry found out about Peter, he's gonna be the big villain, it's gonna be sick, and then for like two years or whatever, I don't know the gap between those movies, but you're just super excited, and then it sucks, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that's an understatement, it's, it's definitely not the most objectively worst movie ever, but it's like, just one of those movies you hate because it could have been so cool. Which is kind of how I feel about the Star Wars prequels too, but I have more stake in uh, Spider-Man 3. Um, and also, not only did it ruin that Spider-Man trilogy, it ruined that 70s show, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. <laughs> because Eric, the actor, not to spoil that yeah. 70s show, he's about to marry Donna, which is his girlfriend in that show. And that's been built up for like seven seasons. But to film this heap yep. of shit movie, he had to leave that show... So they write his character off and says he goes to Africa or something, and it just and then the next season of that show just sucked. So it's like, okay, well, that was awful. You ruined that show, but I hope you at least make a good yeah. movie out of it. No, that didn't happen. Yeah, I love that '70s show too. So that was just an awful season. Just came out of nowhere. Yeah, so I can, it hurts, I can agree man. With you, on that. you guys aren't you yeah. guys aren't Randy fans? Is that his name? The guy that replaces Eric, mm-hmm. but he's like cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's his character. He's cool. I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that, but yeah, that that sucked. Um, another movie that doesn't piss me off as much, but is definitely way worse than that, you guys probably know, is uh, Suicide Squad. Just uh, one of those movies that you're like, how did people get paid to write this and make it? And like, it makes you wonder, like, did they watch it and were they like, yeah, we did it, I'm proud of that? Or were they... Like, well, that we screwed up. That sucks. Whatever. Let's produce it. <laughs> it's just still make a hundred. Every scene, every decision, really every piece of dialogue that is delivered, you're just like, what? Every character but sucks. Robbie. Every what'd you say? And Will Smith. Will Smith. Said, but Margaret Robbie and and Will Smith. They're great actors, yeah. but their characters suck. Will Smith's <laughs> character is borderline racist, but he's not even the most racist character in the movie. 
that honor goes to Killer Croc. <laughs> it was just a walking uh, stereotype. Stereotype. <laughs> There's just. I fig I figured that was gonna be one of your guys' worst or least favorite movies. It is. Time. I mean, it's one of those. Um, all the recent DC movies, you know, the reviews came out before, and they weren't great. So you kind of go into the theater expecting it to not be great, but you're kind of like, whatever, I'm here. And uh, kind of, I mean, I don't know, with Batman vs. Superman, it was like, that wasn't great, but I don't regret buying a ticket for this. Suicide Squad, it's like, man, I hope anyone involved with this movie never makes another movie. <laughs> that was just so bad. But not the worst movie I've ever seen. That actually goes to a movie that Thess and I watched a couple weekends ago called The Love Guru. That <laughs> blows my mind that people made that movie. I'll put I, that on my list. <laughs> it's not like... I don't know. Thess and I have kind of made this tradition of watching bad movies and having fun with it. Borat. Like Borat. N no. That movie no, is that amazing. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what okay, you're smoking. I had, to, I had to throw that in there. Sorry. I'm bad. I'm sorry. No, like, well, for instance, we watched the Death Note movie two nights ago, Ghostbusters 2017. <laughs> Terrible movies, but we have fun watching them. The exception is the Love Guru. There is no fun in that. Every scene, we just kind of look at each other and we wonder, like, how, who, whose fault is this? And did they do it on purpose? Because I genuinely don't believe that someone wrote this line of dialogue and thought, yeah, that's funny. People are going to laugh at that. And then the actors acted it out. The editors edited it. <laughs> Dozens of people heard these jokes and thought it was okay. <laughs> it's just by far. It set a standard for what I think should be given a half star. <laughs> and I think made me a better <laughs> critic or reviewer. <laughs> because I don't... I just genuinely think if we tried to make a terrible movie, we couldn't make anything worse than that. And, I mean, like, if... If I were a professor in a college class and six kids handed me in that for their final, I would fail them. And it was a multi-million dollar movie studio movie. So um, it's... Yeah, that's my big three movies that I and, dislike. And working. it ruined Mike Myers' career. And it ruined Mike Myers' career. Not that he was ever, like, my favorite actor or anything, but... Yeah, I think the most notable thing he's been in that was, like, the eighth leading actor in Bohemian Rhapsody. So, uh... Glorious Bastard. Yeah, like the 20th leading actor in that movie. It's, uh, it's not looking good for you, boy, but... Um, um, yeah, that movie's an abomination. So, Spider-Man 3... You don't have to do three. That was just Cooper, but... Spider-Man 3 and Suicide Squad <laughs> are my, probably two of my least favorites. A lot for, like, Cooper's um, opinion, because, like, Spider-Man 1 and 2 are, like, some of my childhood favorite movies. I still love both... And then Spider-Man 3 is just, it just ruins the, the trilogy. does not stick the landing at all. And um, Yeah, it's rough. Su Suicide Squad. So, little story behind that. I watched it because I was like pretty pretty pumped for it. I'm a big DC fan. I like Batman and all his, his uh, rogue gallery of villains. So I was like, oh, this would be, be awesome. So Easton and I were planning to go see it, but I had like wait a week. And I was in Ponca, which is where I'm from. Cooper was there, and, like, all of our friends were there, and they're like, we're going to see Suicide Squad. And I was like, but I told Easton, like, that I got to go watch this movie with him. And they're like, dude, come on, just go see it, and, like, go see it with him again. I was like, okay, that's fair. So I go see it, and I just hate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't tell Easton I'm going to go see the movie with him. 
So I go and watch the movie again in theaters. Forgot about that. For Easton. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just... That- I thanked him so much. Yeah, that's the most. I realized thing. the sacrifice he made. Your walking out of that theater, so I was like, "Thess, I am so sorry. I made you relive this movie. I can't believe you paid twenty dollars to watch this twice in the movie theaters. I'm so sorry." So yeah, I thank you. And then I had to watch it again when I was working with at my uh, behavior link job because my kids wanted to watch it. So. You said about like four times. Yeah, I, I had the same job. We worked at the same place. I was in the same situation. My kids, I told them they could pick out one movie, and they picked that one. And I was like, really, guys, any movie you want, we can watch. I, I'm Seriously, anything else? They're like, no, 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 Suicide Squad. I was like, you guys sure? Um, so, I mean, there's, bad, there's other bad movies besides this one, but this is like another personal one, is Justice League. I hated that movie. It was disgusting. And I know there's like a lot of like post production issues because of Zack Zack Snyder's untimely uh, tragedy during it. So Josh Whedon, who I who I think has never made a good film, like he made the first two Avengers, he got really lucky with the first one, and it's still like not like amazing, by any means, or like great. It's like you know good, solid, maybe. It's maybe. definitely an easy film to make. Yeah, it's an easy film to Formula make. Formula handed to him. Yeah, and then the second one sucks. Second Avenger sucks, Age of Ultron. So he maybe makes this. Well, he finishes up, and I guess he like changes everything that Zack Snyder had um, in nice. the Justice League. And that movie, I watched it like a year after it came out because I, like, I'll just rent it on Redbox because I saw the reviews. And everyone says it sucks, but I was like, I gotta watch it at some point. So I watched that, and it just... It, 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 I had a low bar for it, and it just didn't even meet that. It was awful <laughs> so bad so bad so uh those are probably my three least favorites maybe and there's other like bad movies that i've watched too but maybe three personal hatred that's always a good feeling whenever uh you know a movie's gonna suck but then you don't expect it to suck as much as it actually does <laughs> that's how i felt when we watched death note the other night i knew it was gonna be bad but oh god <laughs> <laughs> it was somehow worse. Alright, bring us home, Easton. Alright, well, I was just going to do one, but I guess I'll do three like you guys. <laughs> um, so, the one I've I've been saving up for this uh, is by far my least favorite movie of all time. I've only watched it once, of course, but I cannot believe how bad this movie actually is. Bridesmaids. I hate that movie... With all of my being, I just I can't understand why anybody laughs at a single joke. I mean, it's like what you said with the Love Guru. I mean, it's got an all-star cast. I mean, maybe not all-star, but it's got some really good... This It says that you've watched it and gave it a one star. Me? How dare you. Um, I thought you said you didn't watch it. I probably did have a long time ago. <laughs> but it has some, you know, I was kind of looking forward to it because, I mean, it had some decent... Um, female characters to it, and uh, I like going and seeing comedies. Um, and I just saw it on TV one day. I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And just every single joke just felt like poop jokes. And it was with, a, like, an all-female cast, and it just felt really forced. Like, they were just trying to be guys making jokes, and guys making those jokes would have been terrible, and it was just disgusting. I mean, I th- the worst scene I've ever seen in my life is somebody 
they were trying on a dress um, because somebody was getting married. And I guess they uh, started having diarrhea and you just see her having like the whole, you know, bridesmaids and well, that's hilarious. the person in the dress. They're all just crapping into their bride. Yeah. And their dresses and they go to the bathroom and they're like having diarrhea in the sink because there's not enough toilets. And it was just the grossest, most unfunny awesome. thing to me. I guess y'all love it, but that was just <laughs> terrible. I hated Ew. it. With all of my being, I didn't laugh once throughout the movie. I'm surprised I finished it. Um, and at the time, Melissa McCarthy was probably my least favorite actress <laughs> slash actor of all time. And she plays a big role in it. And she was just awful. So uh, I don't mind her now because she's had some decent movies since then. But uh, yeah, I just cannot stand. <laughs> what? Like what? Is it like uh, Ghostbusters? <laughs> No, 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 no. Can You Ever Forgive Me was pretty good. She did a drama role in that one, uh, um, and I thought she did pretty good. So I guess that's really only one movie, but there's a couple other newer ones. Like Life of the Party wasn't terrible, and and she was in that one. And um, So anyways, she's in a few movies that um, you know weren't terrible, and she did a good job in. So I don't hate her now, but just after that movie, I could, like, years. It came out in 2011. For years, I could not watch anything with her in it. Or really anything with any of that cast in it, because it was just awful. I hated every second of it. Uh, um, I was gonna say, you know, are... um, sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, like 2012 to 2014 was a really weird time, where like 10 of those movies came out that had really good casts, like uh, Bridesmaids, uh, like that movie The Heat with Sandra Bullock, and yeah, there was like a bunch of those movies. Identity Thief was another one that just sucked so much yeah. ass, and you're like, good cast. How did this happen? There were supposed to be comedies, and they were just terrible. Yeah, it just shows what writing does. I mean, if you just have terrible <laughs> writing, and you know, you give somebody yeah, a weird time. give somebody a when job that shouldn't school. have a job. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That came out when I was, I think, a junior in high school, and it was just, I, yeah, by far my least favorite movie of all time. I Next never saw one, that one. Okay, well, maybe, maybe you guys might like it. I guess more than I, well, Thess gave it a one star, so I, he hates it too. I um, do love a good poop joke, so I'll check it out. <laughs> Um, next one, I won't talk too much on because I talked a lot about Bridesmaids, was The Nutty Professor 1 and 2. I hate those. That's two. That's two things. Yeah. Well, it's it's them together. So, I mean, I say Nutty Professor 1, but they're like both the Kill just Bills. awful. It's one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically one movie. Um, I cannot stand The Nutty Professor. Same thing, just none of the jokes land for me. Uh, you know, maybe it's just because, you know, I don't know. I, I love... Um, Eddie Murphy. I I think he's a great comedian, but uh, not I I just hated that movie. So that's pretty low on my list. And I'm surprised I didn't hear this one on here. But Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull um, <laughs> is one I of seen my least favorite. Years, but yeah. yeah, probably would. I just seen it I love the original Indiana Jones, all three of them. Um, I actually didn't watch them until high school, I think. So I was actually pretty late on the Indiana Jones movies, but still loved them. And then when I heard this one was coming out, I was pretty excited because, um, you know, Harrison Ford was coming back for it. And, uh, I actually like Shia LaBeouf. So, um, I was excited for that one. And then it was just a dumpster fire of a movie and just felt like it was crapping on the rest of the franchise. And I, yeah, they it nuked just, the fridge. Yeah. Bridge Every new. Scene, I, yeah. It was probably one of the worst movies ever made, so um, 
just when you think of the whole context of you know you guys said spider-man 3 that's why it was so bad because of of the context of the earlier movies i feel that way about indiana jones so that's probably my three least favorite um movies of all time so uh, you guys have anything else to to say i think that's it on my end yep those are that was a pretty depressing end but uh (laughs) (laughs) thanks easton yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really killed it. Sad. No, it's funny. Yeah, good point. About crappy movies. Um, all right. Well, Thess, do you want to um, go ahead and plug your Twitter? Yeah. Um, my Twitter is Doctor Thess. D R T H E S. Um, you can find it uh, by searching it on Twitter. <laughs> I my my letterbox is linked there as well. So, uh, Cooper. My uh, Twitter is at CodenameCoop, and that is my letterbox as well. Um, they're both really bad. Don't follow them. <laughs> Go for it, Easton. Yeah, all right. Um, and so I'm Easton, and my uh, Twitter is EastonMore4, so EastonMoreIV, um, and my letterbox is the same exact thing. Um, and we would love for you to follow us on our uh, official uh, podcast twitter um you can comment about our episodes um you know see what we're see what we're talking about we'll we'll try to um send out tweets about some of the new movies that are coming out you know um and we'll say when episodes are dropping and stuff so uh go follow that account and uh we can have a you know a further discussion with you guys so um thanks for watching the episode and we hope to see you uh on later episodes bye bye see ya <laughs>